Welcome to the Work Awesome Podcast. This is episode 12, and today we're talking about community resources. Uh, joining me today, I have Tara Strickland. You've been on the podcast a lot. And Sarah Aaron, who has also been on the podcast a lot. <laughs> uh, that is uh, on purpose, of course. So um, Tara is our Director of Communications. Sarah, Talent Resource Manager at Avian. And the thing that I've been saying on the other podcast recently is this is the official recruiting podcast of Avian. Like um, so we'll jump into Avian and all that information at the end of the podcast. Stick around till then to hear about the company and ways that you can find maybe a job opportunity here. Let's jump into this topic. I don't have a description, so let me make one up really fast. Today we're talking about community <laughs> resources. Uh, the way, and I explained this to you guys before, mm -hmm. but the way that I think this conversation is going to go is that we talk about resources that we used in college or, or college students can use today, um, resources we used when we st first started our careers, and then resources now that we're using to better ourselves in our careers. Uh, so there's a lot of community resources out there. Um, just to start off the conversation, I'll talk about the one that's near and dear to my heart. For us locally, um, we have a organization called the Patuxent Partnership, um, where I started my career. And I was the communications manager there for about four years, I believe. Uh, and they do a lot of very specific defense programs and th there was a lot of stuff that went on there uh, but one of their main um, goals things that they do is set up these live events where uh, you can network with other professionals you can hear speakers that are mostly navy leadership or um, department of defense leadership uh, talk about really important topics really to help spread the word about what's going on within the navy um, so that is a community resource in our local area, um, but things along that line is what I'm thinking uh, okay. for this episode. So let's start at the beginning with resources in college. Um, of course, most probably every college has a career center of some mm -hmm. sort where they help you find a job or internships. Um, Sarah, from the recruiting aspect, what's that, what's that like, I guess? Do, are you working with a lot of career centers? Are career centers reaching out to you? Um, I guess as a student, you don't really know what that connection is like. So sure. Um, well, uh, first of all, their um, colleges have their own kind of recruiting. Um, usually, uh, Handshake is one of like one of the yeah. kind of sources that we are part of, and many many colleges use that to get the word out about positions, help companies kind of network. Um, but the college career centers are great about reaching out to companies and letting us know, inviting us to career fairs, maybe inviting us to opportunities to network with students. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a great way, getting yourself a profile on whatever. Um, I specifically you know, know about Handshake, but um, each college could have uh, different uh, resources that they use. But making sure that you set up a profile from that freshman year on yeah. – and making sure that you're um, keeping an eye on what is what kind of career fairs are offered at your school and in your community as well. Um, it's a great opportunity when you go to a career fair. Sometimes you you have an opportunity to do um, interviewing events too, and that is even if you don't feel like you're ready for a position yet, that's a great um, opportunity for you to practice interviewing. Right. Yeah. 
I, I, I think that I, I just kind of triggered a thought for me. When you, when you don't interview, mm-hmm. you don't know what to ask. You don't know how to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're maybe talking to people that are the age of your parents and mm-hmm. you're like, ah, this is, this is weird. But mm-hmm. the idea of going and talking to a stranger that you may never see again for the sole purpose of training yourself on how to do it when you really want to do it. Absolutely. Um, that, that's what I like about career fairs. Uh, job fairs a little different because you're looking for specific mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So I, I think in, in college, I worked with my advisor a lot and mm-hmm. had a close relationship with him because, um, you know, it, it was before dating myself a bit, d- before a lot of opportunities online mm-hmm. to really put yourself out there. So he would um, help direct me as much as possible and really provide some of those resources as well. So start start really close in with your, you know, your favorite professors, the ones that, um, that you admire and kind of go from there. Yeah. So there's a lot that I want to talk about in what both of you said. Um, handshake, awesome. One of our interns right now, uh, uses their college, uses the program. Carter, shout out to you. Um, it seems like an all-in-one tool where they're running their internship program through Handshake. So when Carter came on, he sent me a link and said, hey, there's some stuff you need to fill out or approve. It was all through Handshake, made it really, really easy to, to use and to make sure I'm getting that information back to uh, the university. Um, as far as career centers, I'll be honest, I used my career center like two times in the entire span of my uh, college existence. Probably not the best decision I've ever made. Um, The two times I used it was one to find an internship and it was kind of like, hey, we think this internship is available. Would you like to would you like to interview for? I, of course, said yes. Uh, Got the internship, which is great. And then uh, the second time was a networking event um, where it was really just local um, companies that would come out and like you said, practice networking. So Mm -hmm. maybe nothing came out of it, but at least you get to have that in college, have that experience networking with people, talking with people that are of a higher age than you most of the time because they're not in college, um, like Tara was saying. Uh, But I really wish when I was in college that I used the resources in the Career Center more um, because at my college, at least, they would help you write your resume. They would help you do the interview, the mock interviews, the networking, all of that. So definitely a resource you shouldn't skip while you're in college. Uh, And and if you are skipping it, I would highly encourage you to go talk to um, one of your Career Center experts at yeah. your school. It's just kind of that prep that you do, like like Sarah said, updating it when you're, you know, or starting your profile when you're a freshman and then kind of updating it as mm-hmm. you go along. And yet that doesn't mean you need to go in it every single day, but maybe more than just that one targeted thing where you're like, oh no, I need an internship to graduate. And, and then all of a sudden you're in a sticky right. spot because you don't know how to use the resources that maybe are available to you. I mean, you can, I guess in my mind, you can think of the folks that work at career centers as recruiters that are working for you, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So like even you, so you go in there freshman year, maybe you don't know what your major is yet, but at least you're getting your name in their head. And when something across comes across their desk, that looks like it would be a good opportunity for you. You might be the first one that pops into their head. So just again, building, you can start your freshman year of college, building a network within your college or university um, and making sure that you're doing the right things to help you get the job that you want in the future. 
Yeah, one of the things that I just thought about as well is homecoming events. Mm -hmm. So homecoming events, you typically have alumni from your specific area of um, of study that maybe they come back and mm -hmm. they, they provide all these great presentations about what you can do when you graduate. What do you what do you do in this in the in the big bad world? Um, so I found uh, two opportunities early on where um, one, I was a senior and I connected with somebody through one of those events. And then I came back and presented and had a few people ask me some questions. So just really like, again, continuing to use those um, networking opportunities to, to find other ways to connect. Yeah, so Sarah, let's take a step away from the recruiting title mm -hmm. and jump into the mom title. Mm -hmm. You have a couple of kids in college, right? Yep. Uh, well, actually, one that just graduated. One so, right now, okay. yeah. <laughs> Do you know their experiences with career centers? Did they use them? Mm -hmm. They absolutely did. Okay. Um, so, uh, actually, um, one of my children uh, was able to find a couple of internships throughout the process, and uh, one was actually turned into a co-op, which um, turned into a job. So, by the time that child was in their uh, second month of their freshman year, they had a job um, post-graduation. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, not not all companies operate that way, but it was kind of a nice, um, you know, that part was taken care of. Mm -hmm. I think, again, building that network, building a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies, you say not many companies operate that way. I feel like a lot of companies are leaning towards that. Because I think you're right. If you know somebody mm -hmm. has the capability, you know somebody can fulfill yep. the job requirements, if they're already working for you part-time, whatever, it's super easy just to switch them to full-time and make them an uh, employee right out Absolutely. of college. Absolutely. And then they're a known commodity too. They already kind of know your work ethic right. and yeah. what you can and can't do. So yeah, that's that good too. Yeah, that makes it extremely easy because mm -hmm. then you don't have to do the training, the onboarding, which right. all of that is very expensive. All right, I think we talked a lot about college stuff. Let's talk about resources when you're first getting into your job. Any thoughts? When you're first your looking for a job sure. or you're first starting your job? Both. Okay. Um, so I think that one of the best ways to start, especially if you're new to an area and you're really not, um, you know, obviously networking is always a good option. Um, you can and networking there are many different ways. You mentioned the Patuxent Partnership in this area. Um, sometimes if you have a specific organization, like I'm part of an HR organization, that's a great way for me to network. Um, but if you're new to an area and you're not really sure what, uh, what community resources are available, mm -hmm. the library is a great place to start. Yeah. So going into the library and just saying, hey, you know, I'm new to the area or I'm not really familiar with this process yet. This is maybe the first time I've looked for a job. Um, can you tell me about some community resources that you have? Uh, the website there, the website for your community, the website for your state government or your local government, um, even just uh, Googling, you know, job resources in our area. And we're very fortunate here in Southern Maryland. We have a great, uh, we have several we have the job source and then we have um, tri-county mm -hmm. um, amazing resources for people looking for jobs and people for uh, people are transitioning into different markets too so they they just they continually astound me at what they help how they help their um, the candidates find jobs um, and really uh, networking in the community 
So that those are some of my recommendations. I mean, Googling is always good, but sometimes sometimes it's nice to go in and talk to someone yeah. or reach out and call if you can't make it to library or, or a community resource um, because then you can kind of have the back and forth feedback. So again, there's a lot to talk about there. I think, um, now I'm getting a phone call. I told you it would pop up on there. Um, <laughs> the library is a great idea. Uh, some of the other resources may be like a chamber of commerce. Sure. Um, absolutely. Obviously they have members. Um, the, the networking, the networking events are big. So back to the Patuxent partnership, um, which Sarah just mentioned, I mentioned obviously at the beginning, uh, if there's any way, um, to get access to leaders of basically every company in our area, mm -hmm. it's to go to these Patuxent partnership events. Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time it's, VP level or above um, mm -hmm. folks that are attending these events. And the nice thing, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do it. Um, the nice thing about their events is that they post attendee lists beforehand. So you can see who's going, where they work, and kind of pick out exactly who you want to make sure you talk to, assuming that they show up. Um, but most of the time they and do. And maybe do a little research on the company so yep. that you have a little bit of background. Um, and really, community events, too. A lot of times, if they're, if you're going to an event that has a booth, one of my kids actually made her uh, first connection to a position at a, at our local air show. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking air show. I was thinking mm -hmm. like Oyster Festival. Sure. I was thinking, you know, any of the ones where um, some organizations like Rotary or Absolutely. the Lions Club, like those different organizations sponsor those. So mm -hmm. you get a lot of great leaders from yeah. the community that also are part of those communities or volunteer their time. Um, and most of the time you can identify them because they have logoed, you know, branded clothing. Right. Um, I, I was actually thinking kind of a, a step a little bit closer to home with your parents or your parents' friends. Like, yes. <laughs> um, and just the idea that, you know, when I graduated, uh, everybody, especially the year that you graduate, even if you already have a job lined mm -hmm. up, everybody asks you, oh, you just graduated from where? Oh, okay, great. What did you major in? Oh, okay, what are you going to do? And and there's always this interest and this excitement for what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And when you tell them your your career field or the, the area we got a degree in, most of the time the conversation went, oh, well, I know somebody that, like, there's always a conversation where they knew somebody or know somebody that does that. Yes. And that becomes a really excellent way. That is a community resource. That is just um, a way to to continue, maybe in a less intimidating way, really leverage some of that. Talk to your parents, friends. Um, yeah. If uh, if they come over, if you see them, because they, you know, especially if they've seen you grow up, yeah. they they would love to help you. And uh, sometimes it's really who you know. Absolutely. But always, as I always say, always make sure that you apply through the through the website so mm -hmm. that your resume is actually um, in in their system. Oh, yeah. So that it's easy to access. Mm -hmm. Do all the stuff you're mm -hmm. supposed to do, yeah, sure. but also talk to your parents' friends Absolutely. and say, hey, I just applied to the company you work for. Right. Um, would you mind giving me a recommendation or yeah. anything like and that? And that's great advice. Yeah, I think that is really great advice. I'm like rolling through my head now thinking of all the people that I know that my mom is friends with uh, that probably could have helped me right out of college and actually probably did help me right out of college. So um, thanks to them. Uh, anything else on like first years of job 
resource that that was a really bad sentence the first year uh getting into a job resources for, for that any other thoughts you have so one of my um suggestions and i think i think i've talked about this in other podcasts but kind of going through and looking at um and i would do this really early on uh you know uh in your job search or in your educational career, thinking in your mind, what what is my ideal job? Where do I want to go? And then pulling up job descriptions and determining what you need to do. Like, what do I need to do? What am I lacking that this job is requiring? And really kind of working towards that. And and to your point, Tara, you know, you were talking about um, going and talking to people's uh, parents, friends, all that kind of thing. Um, ask them, say, hey, you yes. know what? Uh, this is what I'd like to do. What What do you think I would need to do to get it to, to be considered as a candidate or to eventually, yeah. what kind of career path would I need to go? Because maybe um, step 10 needs um, step one to start with, and step one doesn't necessarily sound like a job that would be related to step 10, but but it might be a great way right. yeah. to kind of, you know, bounce off into that. So I think um, just planning. Yes. It's, I mean, a career is really a, a bit about planning. You know, sometimes or it's about, about timing. Is but it about setting goals? Setting like goals. Absolutely. <laughs> it's 100% about setting goals. And every once in a while, maybe... Uh, the step to getting to that goal looks a little bit different than you yeah. thought about that than you thought it would be. But you know, using that creative thinking, being being flexible, um, saying, "Hey, you know what? This isn't maybe exactly what I thought um, I'd be doing next, but hey, this you know this is going to get me where I'm going to go, and I'm going to really enjoy taking this step to get there." Well, and I, I think another good point to make there from a community resource standpoint is also the community college um, aspect. So maybe you went away to school or maybe you didn't. Maybe you used community college to um, to get into your trade. But continuing those resources, Absolutely. there's always new um, mm-hmm. continuing education classes that are going to, like you said, round you out a little bit more for maybe what you want in the future. Um, but maybe just you wanted a little bit more from your degree program and you want to continue to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Those things look really great. And you know what? You're inevitably going to meet somebody in that environment that's going to then connect you even more to maybe your your next job or your current job. I love that idea. I, I really do too. And the reason I like it is because maybe you get into a job and you find out you need really great Excel, like Microsoft Excel mm-hmm. skills. Community colleges are great for those very specific courses yeah. that you can take pretty quickly and learn a lot from. So if you're struggling with like a piece of software or um, something that you're using every day, a community college might be a great resource. The other resources, and we've had a podcast episode about this, is just like online in general. So YouTube is free and great. Yeah. Um, Udemy is another one. Coursera. Watch that previous episode if you're interested in online resources, but there's a ton of stuff that you can do. Um, I agree though, community college might be your best bet because you have that instructor and you potentially are building your network at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Sure. If you're, if you know you're going to stay within an area and you're trying to build that out, then that might be a better option to kind of build upon YouTube and the free resources mm-hmm. that you can do some self learning, but also the, uh, the engagement and how you connect with other people. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're in our job. We've been in our job for a few years. Call it five, call it 10. 
what steps now? And, and Tara, might, this might be a place to once again bring up Leadership Southern Maryland because that is for folks that are in their career. Mm-hmm. Um, even within Leadership Southern Maryland, they now have that aspiring leaders. Is that the what it's called? Leaders. Emerging yeah. leaders. Um, uh, co- uh, program. program. Uh, so what kind of resources in your career um, are out there? So I think that you've actually mentioned quite a few of them. Uh, the Patuxent Partnership, I've been to several of those events. I very much enjoy and look forward to live events yes. again. Uh, I think that the the virtual is great, but just it, it is a really wonderful way to connect. Mm-hmm. So, But I see that organization as something that once you're in your career and start to understand it a little bit more and you're starting to make those connections and you see those leaders that – you're like, wow, I I have I see a lot of great leadership qualities in these people. I want to hear more from them yeah. because I would like to I want to be them someday. Um, to me, that's when I started thinking about participating more in those types of events. I see them come through, I I sign up, I subscribe to their newsletter and would just pick out the ones that I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I can get something yeah. from that um, and kind of apply it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, um, and this is, I mean, it could be a community resource if you live in one of these areas, but like big conferences, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time they're in major cities, but uh, if you already live in D.C., New York, whatever, wherever the conferences are being held, um, that could count, I guess, as a community resource. Again, you're learning something, you're networking with people that are in your field most likely. Um, here locally, well, TVP is like, I would say pretty up there just because of Mm -hmm. the types of events and the types of leaders that they get. Um, The other ones locally is Navy Alliance is more of a closed group, isn't it? Or is it? So Southern Maryland Navy Alliance, I think has a slightly different mission, Yeah. Uh, but it, it is, it's not as much a participatory type thing as like TPP, yeah. but they are doing wonderful things in the yes. community to have those opportunities for mm-hmm. some of those. Um, yeah. So it, maybe the point here is that when you're in your career, you're using a lot of those same resources that mm-hmm. you used at the beginning Definitely. of your career, but you're using them differently now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still going to the Chamber of Commerce networking events. You're still going to the TPP networking events. Um, but you're you're maybe looking at them a little bit differently. And um, instead of obviously trying to find a job, you're really trying to make connections and grow within your current position. Uh, anything else on community event or community resources. No, I think that you definitely just made a a good point that as you're working your way through and as the years kind of progress, you just slightly adapt your your approach to to some of those things that you may have been part of all along, which then goes back to that initial comment about doing something early and then just kind of maintaining it throughout uh, your years and and seeing where it takes you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um one thing that I've been thinking of this entire podcast is we, well, I use, I don't know Tara if you use this or not. Um, Google has like an alert system that you can set up. So you mm-hmm. basically type in keywords and then every day yeah. or however often you want them to, it'll send you an email with things that are hitting those keywords. Maybe a good idea to set up a, a Google alert system that says, hey, this is my 
a geographic location and I want networking events or mm -hmm. I want job fairs. Um, that way you're literally pulling from Google every single day when things are popping up. Uh, you're getting the freshest information possible. Just a thought. I don't know. Yep. That's the geeky side of me. Yeah, because as great as the social networking, like I, I see a lot of things pop up as events through some of these organizations or even just um, kind of smaller groups trying to create them. And you see them pop up on, on Facebook or LinkedIn and things, but it's so hard to track all of those yes. sometimes. And if the word of mouth doesn't carry enough, um, you might miss out on an opportunity to have a really good connection. Yeah. And as uh, we move from virtual back to in-person, hopefully, a lot of those events um, become bigger and become more important. Uh, the virtual ones are great because it seemed like there was one every day, but like you just said, it's hard to track. It's hard to participate in all of them, even even if they are just on in the background. A lot of the time you aren't listening or getting all the information that you would normally get in, at an in-person event. So something and to look forward to. When, when you're at an air show um, yes. <laughs> and you go to those booths to get the free stuff, that's cool. I mean, who doesn't like a stress ball that's shaped like a brain? Like, But try really hard to actually then talk to the people yes. too because you just never know what kind right. of and and it's if it's a few minutes then you you may have gained a few minutes mm -hmm. or, or maybe you didn't but at least you took the time to take their really great free item on the table but then also try and make that connection and then go back to enjoying the air show yeah and it's okay if you ask to um scan their linkedin profile or you know the old-fashioned business card mm -hmm. um just to make sure you kind of maintain that connection too so I'm going to do two plugs, one for something that we're doing and one for something that I have that I think is really cool. So old fashioned business cards, get rid of them. No, just oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them. So there um, you go. But <laughs> there's these cool things. I have one I've shown Tara before. Um, it's it's cool. like a, our, you basically just tap it to your phone uh -huh. and it brings up a website that has all of your um, information on it. So you, it's personalized. You can set it up yourself. Um, that way people have direct links to your phone professional LinkedIn, mm -hmm. TikTok, whatever you want to link on there, they can get direct access to that via this card that you just tap. The other plug, so that was the outside plug, the inside plug, talking about air shows in the last episode of the Space Shovel podcast, Dan has this really cool um, idea of a jet flying by in augmented reality and some 4D experience type of wind gushing by. So if you're interested in augmented reality and our ideas <laughs> on that, definitely go watch the Space Shovel podcast because we this was probably one of our best episodes that we did and uh, I really enjoyed myself. So I think that is enough for you to go watch it. <laughs> Anything else on this topic today? I don't think so. I think... Just kind of keeping, uh, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on in your area. And um, and I know sometimes at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't I can't do anymore. But um, but it, it really is. I think once you get there and you really make connections, um, you'll really see the value in it. Yeah. And I think the last thing I'll say is um, if you have goals for yourself, for your career, and you see someone within your organization or another organization that's at that next level up, track what they're doing. Absolutely. See, see what type of events they're going to, see what type of posts they share, see yeah. what type of um, degrees or additional certifications or continuing education mm -hmm. they have, because maybe those are really easy steps for you to take as well to boost you to that next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. All right, let's wrap it up. The cameras may have stopped recording, but we'll keep going. Um, <laughs> on the next episode, we are talking about transitioning out of the military. So again, one that's kind of near and dear to us and our community because we are right outside of a Navy base. Um, it, uh, I think this conversation will go really, really well and help give folks that might be transitioning out of the military soon some ideas on how to find uh, their career as they take on the role of a civilian now. So definitely interested. Stay tuned. We'll um, have that conversation next week. Uh, and I think that's it. So let's wrap it up. Tara and Sarah, thank you for joining me. Uh, and we'll see everybody hey guys, next Thanks time. for watching this video on YouTube. I just want to jump in and say that if you are not following the Work Awesome Network on all social media platforms, I highly encourage that. It's the place to get updates on blog posts, on new episodes, on basically anything related to the Work Awesome Network. So jump over to wherever you get your content from, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We're on all the platforms. If you uh, are interested, we also publish these same episodes on audio platforms. So you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. So if you would rather listen to this in an audio format in the car, on the way to work, in the office, I encourage you to jump over to those audio platforms and listen there. I also want to say if you're interested in learning about the company behind the Work Awesome Network, Avian, you can jump over to the Avian website at avian.com, A-V-I-A-N.com. Thanks again for watching this video. Please leave a comment, like, and subscribe. It helps the video out. It helps it get in front of more people. Thank you again, and now back to this episode.